Welcome to South Asia Chat, a podcast brought to you by the Institute of South Asian Studies at the National University of Singapore. I'm your host, Ramita Ayer, research analyst at the Institute. In this second and final part of our Indian State Assembly election series, we will be decoding the Punjab election verdict and its implications for state and national politics in the coming days. Joining us is Dr. Ashutosh Kumar, Professor and Chairperson at the Department of Political Science, Punjab University. In the recent assembly elections held in Punjab, we saw the Ahmadmi Party, or AAP in short, come to power in a landslide victory. Traditionally, Punjab has been a state where two parties, the Congress and the Shiromani Akali Dal, have come to power alternatively. While most observers expected the Ahmadmi Party to do well this time, securing 92 out of 117 seats in the assembly has been way beyond the estimates. What do you think were some of the main factors that has led to our stunning victory in Punjab? I would like to say that, uh, uh, of course, it's a landslide victory for Ahmadmi Party because Ahmadmi Party got 92 seats out of 117, unprecedented. But if you see the vote percentage, I think the Aam Army Party got 42.1% of the vote. Whereas the other parties like Congress and the Akali Dal, they also got, Congress got, I think, 22% of the vote. And Akali Dal also got 18% of the vote. So it's not that it has been a kind of a whitewash. It's not that, uh, the, the uh, so in terms of the vote percentage, you can say that uh, uh, the Ahmadi Party has been very lucky to, to be beneficiary of the first-past-the-post system. Because in the first-past-the-post system or winner-take-all, even if you get 1% vote more than your rival party, you win the seat. So that has been there. After saying this, let me say also the victory is colossal. Because in the Malwa region where you have 69 seats, Ahmadi Party has got 66 seats, which is stupendous. Never happened like this. In fact, Malwa decides the fate of the, uh, the elections in Punjab. It was only in 2007 when the Congress lost the election, but Congress got more seats than Atali Dal from Malwa. Otherwise, it has never happened. Believe me, I've been studying Punjab elections for decades, but it has never happened. This time, Malwa went for Aam Army Party in such a big way. Now, of course, as you asked, like that, uh, you know, of course, expectation was there. I was one of them. If you remember my earlier uh, session with you people, I said that there is a kind of a great support for Ahmadi Party. Whether this support is uh, because of the negativity against the Akali Dal and the uh, Congress, uh, or it is a positive vote, that is something I would like to say. Most of the people are saying that it is a negative vote. You know, people were fed up with the misgovernance of Atali Dal as well as Congress, the two parties which have been in power alternatively with the exception of 2012 election in Punjab since 1997. But then I would say that, oh, of course, that's true, that they wanted to use, uh, you know, they wanted to clean up the system. But at the same time, if you get such a kind of a uh, support and such kind of win, which is across the three regions, Malwa, Doaba, and Maja, it tells you that there was some kind of hope also for Ahmadi Party. So my answer would be that winning 92 out of 117 seats 
it it is almost like reminding you of uh, 2015 delhi election when uh, aam aadmi party swept the election so this is just like a kind of a is kind of a reminder of that kind of victory so tremendous verdict a tremendous mandate and great responsibility because if you win so many seats and opposition is completely decimated then you have a heavy responsibility because aam aadmi party has done a, you know they have given so much hope that they have promised like 1000 rupees for every woman which would cost financially very heavily in a state which is indebted you know we have 2 lakh 82000 uh, crore Uh, loan over punjab punjab is one of the most indebted state in india so that is something from where the money would come they have also promised water they have promised free electricity for uh, poorer household and punjab is a power deficit state as you know punjab has to purchase power electricity in order to supply to daily consumer and of course uh, since uh, i think 1997 when pratap singh badal became the chief minister of punjab the farmers are getting uh, free electricity so already uh, the state is burdened with the free electricity for the farming sector now uh, the aam aadmi party is also uh, saying that they would um, give the free electricity to the household which consume less so naturally the below poverty line and all so all these promises or to finish drug trade or to finish mafia raj and to bring about a very clean government these are tall order you know it's much easier to say rather than implement them right so this is one point which i wanted to tell you you know this question also comes whenever you talk about the mandate of the atali uh, this aam aadmi party then you also talk about this thing that what is going to be the future of uh, future of uh, aam aadmi party uh, sorry atali dal and bjp atali dal has got only two seats as you must be knowing and congress has got 18 seats so it's a very poor performance and especially for atali dal atali dal has been completely decimated even the badal family has lost the election badal senior and badal junior so we also has lost election by heavy margin the vikram singh majithia another strong leader of atali dal has also lost out of course congress leaders have also lost out but then there has been a mayhem as far as the atali dal is concerned so there is a question mark about the future of atali dal and if you see the mandate if you read the mandate closely you see that in malwa there has been a massive support for aam aadmi party and malwa is known for stronghold of the land owning jatsit peasantry so it is very clear that the jatsits have gone for uh, uh, gone for atali dal not for atali dal which is considered the jatsit were always considered kind of traditional uh, support base among the having traditional support base among the jatsit and you know jatsit being the social constituency of uh, atali dal this time it is very clear that just jatsit atali dal uh, jatsit have gone for Uh, aam aadmi party so is aam aadmi party becoming another atali dal a new atali dal so this is something but then atali dal is out and out a provincial party a regionalist party whereas aam aadmi party view itself as a national party aam aadmi party has ambition for haryana also there is a delhi already haryana chief minister has said about water issue and as you know uh, haryana and punjab have had running battle for the Uh, for the uh, sharing of the river water 
and that water from Haryana goes to Delhi. And Amadmi Party is in power in Delhi, and Amadmi Party has ambition in Haryana. So this is something a big challenge which has to be um, overcome by Amadmi Party because Punjab is, after all, a Punjabi Subha, right? Punjabi Subha. There was a movement for Punjabi Subha, and it was basically, uh, ostensibly, it was fought on the linguistic issue. But obviously, the religion was always a factor. Rajkarika Khalsa, you know, the Sikh majority state, that was always on the agenda. So this would be a major issue. Another thing, uh, challenges keep on happening. So Amari Party has won a battle, but then the real war is still there. You know, they have to fulfill the tall promises they have made. They have to fulfill the aspirations of the people. And as you know, uh, given the kind of uh, money involved and the kind of institutionalized corruption which have seeped in, which have got embedded in Punjab, it would be very difficult to alter the... Uh, another thing I would like to say that, uh, last thing before I come to your next question, my uh, another thing would be that, you know, like uh, the, the social structure of power in Punjab has been very asymmetrical. So... Would it would this kind of mandate? Because many many people may think that okay, this is a kind of a great change. You know, first time a party has won such a massive mandate, so it would also have some implication for social structure of power or social basis of political power. My answer is no. You know, the Army Party has been completely supported by caste Hindus as well as the 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 Jetsik as has come in the CSDS survey also. You can see it, it was published in Hindu. So this is something which is very clear that Ahmad Mipaji uh, would be, uh, you know, it would not be really bringing any significant alteration in the asymmetrical power structure in social terms, which prevails in Punjab. Jatsik being the dominant caste, the numerically strong land owning, and also not very low in the caste hierarchy, something like which I also said last time, MS was formulation. Do you think the election results are also reflective of events like the infighting in the Congress and the farmers' protests? See, in, the, in Punjab, you have only 20 constituencies which are urban constituency. Rest of the constituencies are overwhelmingly rural constituency or rural urban, but mostly rural, some urban also. Of course, Punjab is quite urban also in that sense. If you see it from Indian perspective, like the water uh, stereotype villages, Punjab villages are not a stereotype. You know, you have roads and you have the benefit of the Green Revolution. So obviously, when you have 97 seats which are rural or overwhelmingly rural, then obviously the farmers issue does, they do matter. They also matter because Punjab is a one sector economy. Agriculture is the mainstay of Punjab economy. And the second thing that the farmers protest also matter. Farmers protest also matter a lot because farmers protest probably put Atali Dal into trouble because Atali Dal had initially supported the three farm laws which have been contentious. And another thing you can see that Congress in fighting you have referred to, Congress was basically acting as both ruling party as well as party of opposition. That, you know, if you see the media report, if you go through, uh, Ramita, if you go through the newspapers of those days, three day, three months, four months of Chani regime, or the when the trouble started, when Amrinder Singh was called to Delhi twice 
for meeting clarification and all the MLAs were also, many MLAs were called there also to present themselves before the high command appointed committee to express their grievances or express their desire. So from then onwards, it seems that Congress didn't need any opposition. Congress had already opposition from the party. So it was like, even when Chani becomes the chief minister, Sidhu was there attacking every day on Chani government, his own government. And Sidhu was what? Sidhu was Punjab Pradesh committee from PPC president. Jakhar, who was the chairman of the campaign committee, he was saying just days before the election that I was the choice of the MLAs. I should have been the chief minister. Now I was not made the chief minister because I am a Hindu. So this is something which is also because in Punjab you have a sizable Hindu population also. There are so many constituencies where Hindus are in majority. So it's not that the Hindu Hindus do not matter. They may not matter in terms of political power, but they do matter as a voter because one person, one vote. Just like we say about Dalit. Dalits have never been powerful in Punjab, but Dalits constitute something like 31.94% according to 2000. 11 census so they must their number must have gone up so so they do matter as a and that was one of the reason why congress put up chani as the chief ministerial face and gave him chief ministership also uh, of course accidental chief minister because he was not the first choice but basically they thought that being chani there as a chief minister probably would help the party to gain the uh, dalit vote so that is another point i wanted to say that congress party blundered on two parts a, that the Congress party tried to present itself as a new government. You know, Chani government was projected as a new government. And all the blame was put on, on Captain Amrinder Singh. As if that Captain Amrinder Singh government was a different government. But the fact is that it was the same party, same ministers. Chani was himself a minister in uh, Amrinder Singh government. And he was a protege of Amrinder Singh for quite some time. So how can you say that this is a new government, same party, same ministry, with two, three new faces, and two, probably two or three ministers dropped. So it was the same government, it was business as usual, you know, status quo. Second strategy of Congress also failed, that was to put up Chani as the chief minister. They thought that with Chani as the chief minister, there would be social engineering. All the Dalits who are all constitute almost one third of the Punjab population, now they would be completely supportive of the Congress. And so Congress would win the election with the solid support of the Dalits as a social constituency. They centralized Dalit constituency. They forgot that Dalits are divided along the religious line, caste lines, regional line, and they have never voted as one uh, voting community. In fact, in India, you cannot essentialize any community. All the communities have, I mean, you can't say Muslims are a kind of one community or Hindus are one community or Sikhs are one community. There is a class divide, class divide, regional divide, all kinds of divides are there. We Indians have multiple identities which we carry. At some time, we privilege one identity. At another time, we privilege another identity. That is how the um, electoral choices also differ from uh, one person to another person belonging to the same community. So there the Congress is twice, the two strategies failed. One, to project Chani government as a new government, failed. To project Chani as the Dalit icon, failed, because the Chani was never a Dalit icon. Chani was never known as taking up the Dalit issue in a strong way. So obviously, he was just seen as a 
typical congressman, you know, congress leader, maybe more energetic than caption, maybe more accessible than caption, moving around, meeting the people, making tall. Third thing, which also went against the Congress was that Mr. Chani made lots of announcement, lots of tall promises. But in reality, you know, he what he could have done that he could have taken one issue or two issues. You know, there were three issues which were there, which were being projected by uh, Sidhu and also the rebel ministers. One was the sacrilege issue, you know, the showing disrespect to Gurdwan um, uh, Sahib in 2015 and no punishment being given to the culprits. That was one issue. Second issue was drug. And third issue was diet mafia, like how to cut down the rate mafia, the sand mafia, transport mafia, uh, cable mafia, you know, you, all kind of mafias. He didn't do anything. He was making tall promises, I would do this, I would do that. He did uh, wave off the electricity bill, he did something, but then it was not enough. You know, he was not seen as, uh, it was not seen as a very, uh, you know, taking effective step. And then what really uh, uh, brought his downfall was the, the raid over his nephew uh, home and uh, and the confiscation of a huge money from his home and also in his bank account and accused of uh, indulging in sand mafia, being part of sand mafia. So because he was related to Chani, so it went on, um, it went to the, uh, you know, uh, negativity about Chani. And of course, and last point that the Chani was his own brother contested, rebelled against the Congress and contested the election on, on their own. Now, when we look at how the other parties fared in the assembly elections, uh, the tally for the Congress came down from 77 seats in 2017 to just 18 in 2022. The BJP, meanwhile, managed to secure two seats and the Akali Dal now has only three seats. We also saw a rejection of the political stalwarts in the state, be it Prakash Singh Badal or uh, Bikram Singh Majitia from the Akali Dal, Charanjit Singh Channi and Navjot Singh Sidhu from the Congress, or even uh, former Chief Minister Amrinder Singh, who has now started his own party. Given all of this, uh, what do you make for the future of the other parties in Punjab? BJP has not done so badly. BJP has got 6.4% or something. Last time also it was 69 and this time BJP was on its own. So what has happened to BJP is that BJP had nothing to gain. In fact, since 1997, they were in collaboration with, in alliance with the uh, Atali Dal, pre-electoral alliance. And they never got more than 23 seats to contest. And the, those seats were not of their choice. So Atali Dal acted as a big brother. And in the process, what happened, that the, Atali, the BJP, which was urban party, which was getting the support of the urban uh, trading classes and all, they started losing the support of the urban set, uh, in the urban segment also. So basically, Army part, uh, sorry, Atali Dal, in order to become a catch-all party, Atali Dal got involved in the urban politics also. They started fighting the urban local self-government also. And because BJP, while in the coalition government with Atali Dal, was seen as ineffective, ministers were seen as powerless, so, and they were um, they were not able to fulfill the demands of their own core constituency, which is caste Hindu, urban, caste Hindu, trading classes, service classes. So they lost support among them also. And their loss was the gain of the Congress party. 
so obviously now bjp i don't think that bjp would like to have alliance with the atali dal the main atali dal official atali dal as far as the uh, uh, see, i mean is concerned now this now this nojosin sindhu was used by the high command in order to take on the uh, uh, amrinder singh captain amrinder singh so he is spearheaded the rebellion against the captain amrinder singh but then after that probably he wanted to become the chief minister he was not made the chief minister so he became embittered you know and see the record of um, uh, sindhu sindhu was not seen as very active as a legislator in uh, amritsar east where he was uh, mla from there earlier his wife was also there so obviously one thing that he was not liked by the congress leaders themselves within the congress there was a lot of resentment against sindhu because he was not seen as a team man seen as a egoistic man or a person who is having his own agenda personal agenda a newcomer to the congress because he joined congress only in 2017 uh, just in the run up to the election so that was one and second thing that it was also there that uh, you know that he was not performing mla so obviously his uh, his uh, electoral defeat is not only because majithia was there or there was a wave for the aam aadmi party it also reflects on his non performance as a as a legislator because for two years or three years i think almost two years he was not active he was not visible he was not visible in the public place and as a mla you have to be accessible all the time so that is what he has paid the price as for us pratasin uh, badal what should i say he is a very old man and he has not been very active in politics you know after defeat in uh, 2017 he was he has been virtually retired he is more than 90 year old so his defeat is something which is which all, which which cannot you cannot say that it is it's a massive defeat because he is a big man but then uh, it also it is basically because of the wave this uh, wave against the akali dal i would say not wave in favor of amadi party Uh, so this also because he has nurtured his constituency his constituency is quite developed so it must be because of the aam aadmi party wave or the wave against the akali dal that is one majithia of course majithia uh, did not fight from his own traditional seat his wife fought from the traditional seat and she won but majithia lost his seat because it was a new seat for him abitsar urban it was a new seat she used to he used to fight from the urban rural area so and then uh, the sindhu was against him so sindhu and the vote divide got divided and there was a positive wave for aam aadmi party so majithia lost out majithia and sindhu they managed to defeat each other right like uh, you know randhawa and sindhu they cancelled out each other and mr chani became the chief minister focusing now on the newly elected aap government in punjab what are the main expectations from them and what are the challenges that you think they are likely to face the main expectation would be not only the freebies freebies already people were getting you know it was not that they were not getting freebies and if you see the manifesto or the election speeches uh, all the parties were offering everything hai na it was not that other wo uh, if uh, one party would offer 100 1000 rupees then congress would offer 2000 rupees so it was a competitive populism which has been the hallmark of punjab electoral politics or 
I would say the hallmark of all the states' politics in Punjab, in the in India. I mean, in, in Uttar Pradesh also probably BJP victory. One of the main reason was that BJP was very successful in or reasonably successful in delivering the public services and goods, right? Uh, then uh, challenges, obviously, the challenges would be to fulfill all those expectations, like 1,000 rupees for every woman above the age of 18. So, I mean, just uh, calculate how much, how many crores of rupees, thousands of crores. Then to, to, to do away with unemployment, to check the migration, immigration from Punjab to the foreign countries. Punjabi youth these days mostly want to go abroad because there are no jobs here. There are no opportunities. As I said, Punjab is a one-sector economy. So if Punjab is a one-sector economy, where would be the industries have moved out? So many industries were there. They are not there. So from where they would get the money and all. So that is there, which they, they, uh, they have this uh, problem. Then another thing you have asked that expectation. Drugs is a major expectation because drug is a major issue. Mafia, the sand mafia, transport mafia, uh, corruption-free government. So, Amadi Party already has started, you know, Delhi model that uh, this uh, the new chief minister uh, Bhagwant Man has announced that anybody who is demanding bribe, you just WhatsApp his name and all and make a video. So, this is something which reminds you of Kejriwal. So, this is all gimmicks, but then on the ground, probably they have to, you know, they have to what you call in media walk the talk, and uh, they have to walk the talk. So they have to show the results on the ground, just making tall promises, and the promises are huge, huge promises. So would they be able to uh, do that? Something which we all have to uh, see in future. Another thing I wanted to say that Punjab has to, Punjab economy is going down. Green revolution has run its course. Punjab needs industries. Punjab needs the manufacturing sector, revival of the manufacturing sector. And there, I think uh, they have to, take care of the second revolution, which is being talked about by everyone. Amani party has not given much agenda about agricultural sector, farming sector. So they have to do something about the farming sector because farmers have given their mandate in their favor. Land owning Jetsik farmers have completely, solidly, they have deserted Atali Dal and they have gone in favor of Amani party. So there would be huge pressure on them. And, you know, just giving the freebies and Continuing with the subsidies is not going to help out Punjab because subsidies have been always there. I mean, uh, they cannot really outclass Atali uh, Dal in this matter. But nothing happens. You know, you need structural reform. You need agro-based industries. You need some kind of, a, you know, reform in the power sector and to, to, to cut down the wastage of the public money. So the Ahmadmi Party is a relatively young political outfit, and Punjab is the first full state where the party has come to power. Now, this victory has uh, in Punjab has prompted talks that the party is now hoping to pose a serious challenge to the Congress and BJP in other states like uh, Rajasthan, which will go to polls in 2023. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Every state is a republic. Every state is a mini-democracy. So you cannot say that, you know, uh, since uh, Talidal, uh, sorry, Amani Party has won Punjab, so they are going to win the neighboring Haryana. Haryana is very different, you know, they, though Haryana and Punjab were part of the greater Punjab region before partition, right, or before 1966. But that doesn't mean that electoral issues do vary from one state to another state. 
they vary within the state also so just to say of course they have got a kind of confidence because now they would have a state under their control and a state is run by the constitutional provisions and constitutional provisions give you a lot of autonomy so now uh, kejriwal cannot claim or the amadi party government in punjab cannot say that central government is not allowing it to perform so they would not have that excuse so if they just spend on media and you know the propaganda and all within a year i think they would have problem another challenge for amadi party is that most of their leader i think kejriwal also said that yesterday when he was addressing the mlas that most of you never thought of becoming mla you know all they are first timer only seven or eight uh, or 10 mlas who were sitting mlas they have got what they have won election again otherwise rest of them are first timer they have no idea about legislature they have no idea about governance and they are becoming ministers i think in the ministry 10 people there would be 17 ministers in all because of the 91st constitutional amendment you cannot have more than one third of the total strength of the uh, vidhan sabha as a minister so right now they have appointed 10 ministers out of 10 i think only one or two two i think two ministers are such who were mla earlier also so in terms of law making in terms of governance they lack experience they do not have the experience and if the delhi government dictate them then it would not be acceptable to the punjabis because punjabis have very strong regional sentiment finally what do you see for the future of aap emerging as a national party in the coming years aap has always seen itself as a national party remember kejriwal way back in 2014 went all the way to banaras to contest again uh, prime minister narendra modi ji narendra modi was at that time prime ministerial candidate of the bjp and there was supposed to be a wave in favor of aminder uh, in favor of narendra modi but he went there and he contested against him and amadi party contested on more than 300 seats i think though they won only in punjab four seats the rest of the constituencies they lost out most of them uh, lost their deposits also but then amadi party has always seen itself as a middle class it started as a movement party uh, india against corruption movement and hazare led india against corruption movement which was hugely supported by the urban middle classes but over the period it its core cause constituency has been the lower middle class lower lower middle class i would say not even lower middle class lower lower middle class and they have really excelled in the i mean that is what they claim i don't know i don't live in delhi but probably they have had some success so obviously they have done well in the schooling education sector schooling and health sector primary health sector so health was a major issue in the csds survey also it came out that health was one of the major challenge in the governance of uh, punjab during the corona time the punjabis have a huge problem so if they can do well in the health sector education sector if they can cut down the corruption i won't say that corruption would be eliminated if they can do something better governance obviously the masses would go across the india i mean remember nitish kumar became a kind of a national figure because he brought some positive change in bihar after lalu raj so these things are there and uh, so obviously aam aadmi party i mean i am optimist right now thank you for sharing your thoughts with us today professor ashutosh you were listening to south asia chat tune in every tuesday for an episode that brings you to speed with latest developments in the subcontinent 
To learn more about our work, you can visit us at isas.nus.edu.sg. You can also get updates on social media. We're on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Mm -hmm.